What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is episode three, season two of Direct Sunlight Official Podcast. My name is Makaija, and I'm here to help you help yourself. What we do here is simple. We enlighten people. We help people bring themselves to enlightenment. And we also do that um, in many different ways. Meditation, breath work, yoga, uh, sound healing. The Bible, which is not a religious text. The Bible is a text, okay? The Bible is more like a guide. More like a, I heard it put this way once and I I liked it. A governmental book. It's a book on government. Government of what? What, What's what's to be governed? Everything. (laughs) It's the way to properly govern everything in life. So we also use the Bible. We use many, many, many different tools on this path of enlightenment. One of my favorites is meditation. Meditation has brought me further in life than I would be without it. And I know many people tell you to meditate and if you don't meditate, I mean, there's probably a reason why. I'm not saying that you're wrong or you're right for not meditating. I'm just letting you know. The people on this planet who succeed the most in life, the people who get the furthest in life, meaning in their own success, in their own prosperity, they don't have to be multi-multi-millionaires or billionaires. They can just be extremely happy people fulfilling their purpose. Most of those people actually perform meditation. And they don't do it randomly. It's a strategic meditation. They either practice in the morning, practice at night, practice midday, or morning and night, or all three. Many, many people who claim that they have found themselves and found God in life, they are heavy meditators. Am I saying that you have to meditate for 30 minutes at a time, an hour at a time, two? No, no, no. You can meditate for 10 to 15 minutes to start five minutes to start really and you can start to see yourself for who you really are and then you're going to feel like running from it so what's this whole talk about we're talking about meditation we're talking about enlightenment guiding oneself toward the highest potential Would you like to reach your highest potential? Would you like to be the best version that you can be? I want to be the best version of Makaija, Drene Kisi, that I can be. There's only one way, though, to do that. I have to actually be my authentic self. Now, you might be thinking being authentic to yourself means doing all the things that you're already doing, right? Oh, I am being authentic. I'm living my life how I want to live it. I'm going the places I want to go, doing the things I want to do with the people that I want to do it with. I just have a question. Are you really going all the places you want to go, doing the things you want to do with the people that you want to be doing it with? 
are you going places someone told you to go? Doing things people said were cool that you should be doing. With people that you really don't know that well. And who may not even be good for you. We're all guilty of this. We all have friends. We all have family. We all have social lives. So it's not out of whack or out of this world to think that that's how life is for you. And that's okay. It is. All it means is that we're just not being our authentic selves. Are you creating what you always wanted to create when you were a little child? Are you bringing out the ideas that you have that were given to you by God that are here to help and serve people in a way only you can? Are you bringing those out to the forefront and showing it and being it and living in it? Are you asking what your real purpose is here? Are you even asking the question? God, thing that created me, God, source, why did you put me here? Have you asked that question? And not in the, why am I even here way? Not like that. Like, why am I even here, man? Like, I don't, I don't know what the heck I'm even doing here on this planet. I've had that question many, many times. And in the sarcastic way that I asked it, I was answered sarcastically. <laughs> but when I asked seriously and really meant it and wasn't afraid of the answer any longer, I got the real answer. So we all are, we can be afraid of that, that answer, you know, because we have a sense of responsibility over the thing that God has ordained for us. So some people will take that. And if you're like how I used to be, who I used to run from responsibility and run from gifts and run from, uh, uh, things that I knew I should be doing and latch on to distractions, like when I did that and I ran from it, I couldn't, it was so hard to find my way back. So once I stopped running from it, I had to go through a lot of work to get there. A lot of work to want to really see it a lot. And I'm still, you know, moving through that. I'm still enlightening different parts of myself, but it, it's going to take you work to get there. You don't just show up one day like that. Sometimes you can, some people are different, right? But when you really go after it, when you really have a sense of intention behind it, like, really show me. Really show me. And you listen, and you sit and observe. The answer appears. M notice that I said, when you listen and sit and observe. When you sit and meditate, you sit, you listen, and you observe. You also feel, but you're uh, observing those feelings. You're not being those feelings. You've detached from those feelings. You've attached to the self once again. 
meditation is extremely important. I think it's one of the most important things that we could ever do. It's even written in the Bible. Meditate. And I mean, they even say other things like, be still and know that I am God. <laughs> the word meditation means to become familiar with. To become familiar with. When you sit, observe, and listen, you're becoming familiar with. It just depends on what you sit, observe, and listen to. If you sit and observe and listen television, you're becoming familiar with the programming. If you sit and listen and observe social media, you're becoming familiar with that programming. If you sit and listen and observe musical concert, the same thing is occurring. You're becoming familiar with it. So, just a couple of things that the Bible says about meditation. Psalms 119, chapter 15. Or, sorry, chapter 119, verse 15. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Psalms chapter 19, verse 14. Made these words out of my mouth. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Mm. Psalms 49, chapter, uh, verse 3. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. Wisdom is very, very powerful. We'll have a talk on wisdom soon. The meditation of my heart will give you understanding. Look at that. So when we meditate, we also gain understanding. That's what happens. If you want to learn more about yourself and why you're here, and that's why you listen to this channel, part of why, you have to want to learn who you are. Who you are is not all blossoms and cherry pie. Who you are has some nuances. Who you are has some subtleties. Who you are has some weeds growing in the garden. Who we are, all of us, have weeds growing in the garden. It's okay. It is okay. And what they say about, you know, what you focus on grows, it is very true. I feel like it's missing, it's missing something. What you focus on grows, yes. And when you focus on what you don't have, you get more of what you don't have. That's the first thing in the Bible that anyone was ever tempted to do was focus on their lack. So focusing on lack does bring about more lack. But if you are someone who lies, if you are someone who cheats, if you are someone who makes excuses, if you are doing things in order to fulfill the needs of your ego. The, the, the ability for you to grow to your full potential is thwarted and shrunken down. It becomes tougher. But that does not mean, however, 
that we can ignore the weeds growing in the garden. That's why we meditate. We meditate to recognize the weeds so we can pull the weeds out and then focus back on the roses, focus back on the cherry blossoms, focus back on the tulips and the grapefruits and all the trees of the Garden of Eden. Okay? I hope that makes sense. I hope this inspires you to want to meditate. It only gets you closer to yourself. And I promise you, the closer you get to yourself, life will change. Life will, it has to change. That change, though, is good for you. The word change sounds so scary. It sounds unforgiving. It sounds like, oh my God, I'll never, ever be happy or okay again without this thing. Or without these things or these people or these places. And I just have to be here to let you know it's not true. You've left places before. You've left people before. You've forgotten about them by now. If you're over the age of, you know, 25 or 30, like try to think back to some high school friends that you had. You can't even remember, right? But today, seeing you're so we're so attached, even still to those emotions that we felt back then, but even more so we're attached to the things of yesterday and today and tomorrow. When we should just look at ourselves read the Bible and learn about it a little bit more because there's lots of secrets in there. It has been used to misguide and mislead people 100%, but so is money. So is information, right? Everything. Anything that can be used for good can be used for evil. We have to take things for what they are. Meditation is key. And you are the key to your life. You are the key to your sovereignty. God has given us everything here. And a purpose. And what to do with specific things here. If you want to know the purpose, start looking inside yourself. Stop pointing outside. Stop looking at other things and waiting for something to happen to bring you more joy, more fulfillment. You're the only one who can fulfill yourself. And in fact, you're not even the one doing the fulfillment. Because when you're acting in your purpose and things flow with you, and if you're, whether you're in business or you're in art, right, in creativity, you are allowing the spirit of God to act through you. And that's why we feel fulfilled. Because we're allowing what created us to create through us, which is why it created us. Because God is not a physical thing. God God is not physical. God is not physical. God had to create a physical representation of itself in order to live out a physical reality and in order to create a heaven place that's physical, experiential, made up of things. The more you meditate, the more your life will improve. I promise you that. Thank you for joining on another episode. Thanks again for listening. Smash that like button. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow on Spotify. I'll be uploading these onto YouTube as well. And Pandora. Pandora? No, not Pandora. Um, Apple. Apple Podcasts. It should actually already be on Apple Podcasts. But in case it's not, I will be putting it up on Apple. I will start to spread this out much further than the Spotify platform. Um, so everyone be looking out for that. And thank you again for joining. May you have many blessings, many much fulfillment, and stay blessed by the best. I love you. Always be the sun, not its rays, and mind is matter.